Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically, the podcast where we explore what redefining relationships looks like through a sex-positive lens. Let's kick shame and guilt to the curb and really start living a sexy, authentic life. I'm passionate about normalizing out-of-the-box ways of designing relationships. There's nothing quite like finding your tribe and experiencing the freedom of being completely yourself without judgment. I'm your host, Kareen Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically. This is episode 53 of the Breaking Free Authentically podcast. And today is a little bit different. I'm going to have a little chat on the couch with some drinks with my very dear friend, Hummingbird. And we're just going to talk about this weekend that we just had. It was a very cool wedding, and it was a lifestyle wedding. Well, lifestyle people. So many lifestyle people came to this wedding. We often go and have events at this property, um, and we just always have such a great time. But this was their wedding, and so on the day of the wedding, it was there was a lot of vanilla people, so like family and friends, which are not lifestylers. And so, excuse me, that was a very fun dynamic. And um, we got to bring along Hummingbird, and she got to experience our people for the first time, this world, as I talk about it with you guys. You know, I try to give you guys a glimpse of the world that I live in and the beauty of it and the comfort and the family-like atmosphere that it is. And sometimes I don't know that I can communicate it very well, but I think that this interview or interview, this conversation with my little hummingbird was just a little glimpse into our world and she got to experience it and she's going to share a little bit of how she felt about it. So we're going to take you into our world for a weekend and just share a little bit with you. So I hope you enjoy it. When we come back, we'll get right into that conversation. So grab a, a glass of wine, grab a, a, a vodka soda, grab whatever you like to drink and have a seat and listen in on this. Or if you're like me, um, get your shit done while you're listening to this because I listen to podcasts to keep me motivated and not distracted so I can get lots of Let's done. So however you like to listen to podcasts, grab your drink or grab your cleaning cloth, whatever you want, and um, just get comfortable and enjoy the ride. So we will take you to this very tragically hip wedding. And uh, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get a firsthand, firsthand look at uh, what happens at these events. Love you all. We'll see you soon. Please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com. 
and subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex-positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Are you struggling with your sexual well-being? Are you often disappointed in your relationships? Do you have unrealistic expectations? Do you ever wonder if you are actually cut out for monogamy? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right. You've been brainwashed since childhood with a series of beliefs about sexuality and relationships. We call this the mono mindset. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled? Why am I not satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Shouldn't I be satisfied? Content? Just be grateful? Well, you aren't alone. If this resonates with you, you are ready for the Breaking Free from Monogamy 8-week program. In this 8-week program, you will learn how the mono mindset has set us up for failure in our relationships and in our emotional and sexual well-being. How the mono mindset keeps us from being truly authentic in our sexuality and relationships. How it keeps us small and gives us a false sense of security. Why we think of sexuality and anything related to sex as wrong or taboo. And how the mono mindset has invalidated your desires. Do you think to yourself, I want to fully enjoy my life and who I really am. I want real connections. I want to be able to be myself. I want to understand my body. I love who I am, but I don't seem to fit the mold. Maybe you've thought, I've always felt like a sexual deviant, but I'm actually a really good person. I don't understand. Well, many of my clients have said, Kareen, I didn't know I had choices. I thought monogamy was the only way to be happy and enjoy a fulfilling sex life. I thought that non-monogamy is for people that have commitment issues, and I thought it was just a way to legally cheat on your partner. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. But what if you could deconstruct the mindset that is holding you back from exploring other options? Well, you can in my eight-week Breaking Free from Monogamy program. Take your life back and become a master of healthy relating and sexuality. Lose the shame and guilt you've been programmed to feel in order to conform. It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. Learn to love yourself and your desires. Discover what is natural and ethical. Breaking Free from Monogamy, an eight-week program shifting the mono mindset for greater intimacy and sexual well-being. Do you want to choose monogamy confidently or explore other healthy models? This program is for you. Please go visit offers.kareenbedard.com to go take the free Is Monogamy Right for Me quiz and to enroll in the new Breaking Free from Monogamy 8-week program. That's offers.k-a-r-i-n-e-b-e-d-a-r-d.com. Welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. Today I have a very special guest, a very dear friend of mine. We're going to call her Hummingbird today. It might change throughout because... That's kind of what I do. I know. You You are a little hummingbird. You flutter around and you're kind of a lot like me, but you do flutter from here to here. But you're also a bit sarcastic and 
Yeah. Kind of an asshole. Kind of an asshole. So I I thought about calling you Mockingbird. Hmm. Because you're good at that. I like that. I can go with that too. So for now, it's Hummingbird, but you know, it might change. I changed it like an eagle or something fierce. and No. 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 no, Definitely not. Anyways, welcome. (laughs) Welcome, Hummingbird. Thank you. I am so, so honored to be here. Finally. I know. So today, we are going to just have a little chit-chat. We're sitting on a couch. We have our drinks in hand. And we're actually going to talk about our weekend because we went to this really cool wedding and we're going to give more details, but it was um, the tragically hip wedding. I mean, it was a long time coming, this wedding we've been waiting for. And so Steve and I brought Hummingbird along and it was her first time coming to... I'm going to say a swinger event because most of the people there were swingers slash lifestyle people. And this was her, and it was a camp. So it was at a property, friends of ours who got married. Um, they had planned this wedding before COVID, then COVID hit. So it's just been a, a few years in the making. And so we all just kind of camp on their property. Some people bring trailers. We brought a tent. And it's just a lot of fun. And usually it's not a vanilla event. So there could be nudity. There could be a shenanigans. Definitely shenanigans. I, I believe a few got took place over the weekend. Yes, there yeah. was still some shenanigans, yeah. which which was good. But because it was a wedding, uh, on the day of the wedding, there were children and parents and friends vanilla friends and family that were present. So we had to be on our best behavior. But we are a very cool, calm, collected community of loving people who know how to respect people's boundaries. So we were able to do that. Um, Not that it's not difficult. There's challenging moments, but I still think from a respect point, it it was an easy thing to just hang out and just be. Why is that? What do you think? Because I'm comfortable. It was at this, the surroundings. Bingo. You didn't, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, and that's what we're going to talk about is Hummingbird's first experience in this world, really. She's been a part of just kind of little things here and there. And um, she's been a part of our world for the past month and a half, I think. And she's become a very, very dear friend of mine. And her and Steve are close, and they have a great connection and relationship. And then her and I are like, you know, soulmates, soul sisters. Um, so it's funny because I am the straight one of all my lifestyle friends. And I say that all the time, and people just joke around or whatever. And they're like, how the hell do you guys have a thruple and you're the straight one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I didn't ask for it. And I think that's the thing. It's like in life, what I talk about, this authenticity thing, right? Is you magnetize the things that you, you you bring things into your life that you're not desperate for. Mm -hmm. Like if I was desperately looking for a thruple, if we really wanted a threesome or whatever, that just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Because it's like the energy you put out is is scarcity and, and like 
trying too hard. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it was like, no, I'm just open to receiving having a really good friend. I love the idea of kitchen table poly, which if you guys don't know what that is, kitchen table poly is when you can sit down at the quote unquote kitchen table with your metamors, which is your partner's partners or, you know, um, dates or whatever, but you can sit around all together and enjoy talking with each other and having fun and be friends with each other. And that's really what's been happening. So Hummingbird is coming into this, this situation where Steve and I are a very established couple. Um, we've been together six years and we really just have a great thing. We just moved in together. It's been like a whole, a whole whirlwind. Um, and here we have a little hummingbird that's coming along for the ride. Um, and she's just learning a whole bunch of new things about this world. And I have to say, you're navigating in it. Navigating in it? Navigating? Yeah, navigating it really well. So the wine hasn't really kicked in yet, but maybe. <laughs> I, Who I knows? think it might have. There may be more fun later. Um, so I the wine. Think, I do think. Yes. The reason for me navigating it so easily and so comfortably is I kind of have an awesome person by my side <laughs> holding my hand through every little little step of the way and just pushing me along a little and yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's easy to do because you are eager to learn the etiquette and you're not an asshole. I mean, no, I said you I were be. before. Yes, but you're you're the kind of asshole that uh, is lovely and loving i always say the self-proclaimed assholes are the ones that are the sweetest the ones who don't know they're assholes are assholes mm. and you don't really want them around so you're good you're yeah. in um but that that goes to say just this whole dynamic um works because hummingbird is willing to ask the questions and to learn and She's doing work on her own and she's learning her true authenticity and who she really is. So let's just talk a little bit about what brought you to where you are today. You don't have to give a lot of details, mm -hmm. but it, it's been it's been quite a year for it's, you. It's been quite a year, that's for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my. Um, what's brought me to here? Well, I am out of a marriage that wasn't, wasn't the best for me, wasn't the best for us. Um, and took some time to just kind of let myself off the hook and not have to stress and worry about, am I going out and am I seeing these people? Am I dating and whatnot? Just taking the time to breathe and to be able to heal. Mm -hmm. And reaching, not a, hmm, my mind's drawn a blank little now, right now. Well, I'm just saying, thinking, like, keep thinking of that. But as you, you've decided that you're willing to just date and see people or whatever and not have any expectations about where it needs to go. And I think there's such a beautiful blessing in that is that you don't necessarily want a relationship. You're not looking for one necessarily. You're just happy humming around like a little hummingbird. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> right? And so you're very happy to do that. And so therefore, it's like how I was when I met Steve, is that I didn't need anything. I just, 
I didn't expect anything from him. I didn't need him to be anything in particular for me. Mm-hmm. I was married. Like I didn't need all of that. Um, so him and I got to develop this really cool relationship that was void of expectation. Yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful place to be because you get to know someone on a completely different level. And so that's kind of where you were. So you met Steve on an app. I did. And I started chatting with you on the exact same day. Yeah. Of oh. meeting on that, of chatting okay, on okay. that app, the so very you, same day. So you guys finally messaged. And then you reached out to me and he reached out to me at pretty much the same time and said, hey, I just um, talked to this girl. She seems really cool, but I wanted you to know. And again, this is part of like our dynamic and how it works and the eth- the ethics of ethical non-monogamy and how it can work so well is when you're just really open with each other. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, you know, what's she like? Blah, blah, blah. Ding, I get a message and here's this bubbly girl <laughs> who starts talking, oh, I just, I met Steve today and I just want to let you know, introduce myself, blah, 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 blah. And I liked her right away. I was like, well, she seems kind of fun and she seems a lot like me like just the same kind of energy like it was so funny I was like so I I messaged Steve back and I was like so I just heard from Hummingbird (laughs) and um she seems pretty cool and whatever so we actually did you met him in person one night before me yeah a few days before we met in person the first time right yes only one day no it was a Thursday no No, it was was a Tuesday Tuesday. (laughs) right 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 because he went for a massage. I'm a quote unquote massage. That was a good that was a good one. I was like, sure, sure, you're going for a massage. <laughs> no, no, it was legit yeah. legitimate. He did go for a massage. He did. Um, and then a date. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, so he met you and then he reported back and was like, She's really cool, blah, blah, blah. I think you'll really like her. Then I met you on the Friday night, and um, the rest is history. So we've just kind of been connected at the hip. <laughs> since much. then and it turns out you and I are like the best of friends and just we both really needed someone like each other in our lives and it's just worked out so beautifully so people don't understand I'm like you know here's the beauty of ethical non-monogamy and just life in general and relationships you can label it whatever you want but like a platonic non-sexual relationship can be, I'm going to say, I just said platonic, but like in this case, a romantic relationship can also be non-sexual. I would say like more intimate as far as friendships go. Yeah. Yeah. Like you and I have a very deep, intimate connection Mm -hmm. and it absolutely doesn't need sex to to add to it. Like it really doesn't need that. But yet we are so connected and like um, we just – I don't know. We're just, it's just comfortable and easy. Yeah, it's really, it's really easy and, and I love it. And um, it comes naturally that I don't have to overthink things. Yeah. I think which also comes in handy because we have such a similar approach to life and relationships Mm -hmm. and friends and such. So it just, and we've gone through very similar things. True. So we, we both are like starting new, like, some of you know, like, I have been out of the picture for a while. I don't think I've actually reported back. This is the first podcast I've recorded since my move. 
So I am now living with Steve. We bought a house together. Just got a car. Like we've just, we've done the thing, but I'm no longer living with my ex. And this is the first time in 25 years that I'm not living in the same house with this man that I married. And it's just been different and exciting. All the new sort of just the newness of life in a different way. It's been super stressful. And thank God for Hummingbird. Oh, my God. She helped me pack. She helped me unpack and kept me sane at times when I thought I was just going to lose it. And she's kept Steve sane when I had nothing to give. Like, he's had – she's just been there for both of us in different ways. Well, and at the same time – I have my own silly right. junk going on. So when, thank goodness, we, we tend to pair up or match up our times fairly well <laughs> when one's having an, a little moment that somebody else is there to be able to support. And when mm-hmm. we kind of just work through that little triangle with each other, yeah. <laughs> thankfully always being there whenever's needed. Yeah. So it's yes. been really beautiful. I think Because let me just pull it back to the whole authentic piece is that each of us gets to actually be our authentic selves with each other. Yeah. And I let you be authentic with Steve, whatever that looks like. And you and I check in all the time. If I'm feeling uncomfortable with something, if I'm having like little feelings like, ooh, that's weird. I haven't experienced that. I talk to you about it and we can just like re-spent the whole car ride back from this wedding debriefing. So let's jump into this experience. Like, uh, I literally picked up my new, my new car. Okay. I'm going to say my car, but you know, Steve and I bought it together, but it's your car. It's my car. It's It's got bling on the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I bought, guys, I bought a Mercedes Benz. We, we, we bought a Mercedes Benz, whatever. It's my car. (laughs) So, um, Mercedes is my car. And she's white. She's beautiful. She's all leather inside, and she's got bling on the steering wheel. And um, I took her camping this weekend, of course, because you take a Ben's camping, right? That's what you do your first trip. Has hatchback. It's like a mini mini van to me because it's a nice little cute hatchback. But man, we fit a lot of shit in there. We did. <laughs> we made we did. it. was like perfectly fit. It's great. All our stuff. And so you and I took the Ben's. We did. We drove up. And Steve went up on his bike. And so he had his little time to, like, fly in the wind. And you and I had our chit-chat and our – oh, we yacked all the way up. I say, we were no- – I was nonstop. I was on such a high. Oh, you were on a high. So You'd had a good date the night before. Stories, yes. Yeah, she'd had a good date. And so she was telling telling me all the all the, all stuff. the fun stuff. Yeah. So, anyways. So, we're chit-chatting. Well, we both, like – it was great. You sent me a list in the week. Okay, here's the grocery list. I was like, sweet, because I'm still unpacking and everything. And she's like, okay, so we'll bring this. It's really nice having another wife, just saying. It's- <laughs> I just keep saying that. It's like, it's really nice. You went and did groceries tonight and made did. supper. Well, I was like working on stuff in the office. Like, I don't know. It was great. Whatever. It, it was, it's perfect. But so- it's just a natural thing. Again, I'm like... Somebody has to make dinner, and you were doing this. He was, was doing that. So I'm like, like oh. this is great. Okay, yeah. I could get used to this. Anyways, and I didn't have to do dishes, so. No, because that's the rule in the house, in <laughs> exactly. our house anyways. It always has been. If you make dinner, you're not doing dishes, so. 
I don't like doing dishes. It's, I don't like doing dishes either, but I really like sitting down to a meal. And that, to be fair, I did barbecue, so I you kind did. of helped with dinner. So I didn't have to do dishes either. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we did it together. We did. Um, so back to the wedding. Right. We will eventually get to this wedding, right? Okay, so we get there. Um, what were your, so let's go back a little bit. What were your thoughts or apprehensions, perhaps, coming into this? Like, knowing we're going camping to this event, it's vanilla-ish, but you know that there's lifestyle people, and it's going to be a little bit more lifestyle. Exactly. Vanilla side of things, I had no concerns or qualms that that, that's a nothing fact. Um, As far as swingers, lifestyle, friends, any apprehensions that I had, I want to say just those typical things with my own confidence and are they going to like me or are they going to wonder who is this crazy person emma is everybody going to be staring at me because i'm the new person here uh, which i also don't mind Our cream a and steve t- okay <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there's trouble in paradise no there's never no there's, there's no. <laughs> no steve and i are no. great yeah <laughs> um but i I think just those natural fears going into any sort of new situation mm-hmm. and new people that I haven't met any of them. Mm-hmm. I've heard a few you know, stories. This person acts like this. That person likes this or different personality traits. But I went in blank. But I. Th- so here, I'm going to go back to your comment a while ago as far as having no expectations. Mm. And that has been a core of my own approach to things, no expectations, honesty, clarity, respect, Mm -hmm. and going in with that kind of as my core values is that is how I go through every day. It was fabulous. It was, I was welcomed with open arms by every single person. And I, my cheeks are still hurting because I just smiled the entire time Mm -hmm. and and giggled a little, but Mm. it, it was incredible. I have never experienced an event where I felt so contented and just happiness in my heart. Like I could just sit back. I didn't have to do a thing. I didn't have to think about anything or anyone. I could just enjoy. Mm. And that was amazing. Amazing. One of the things you said too, is you're like, this is amazing. I don't have to filter what I say. (laughs) It's true. What was the comment that you said? It just came out of your mouth and you're like, I love that I didn't have to think about that. Oh, 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 oh. It was. Well, that was another one. This, this, this (laughs) snail. I was (laughs) sluggish. I was pretty quick with that one. That was a good one. Maybe we should, maybe we should explain it. Okay. So Steve sent us a meme the other day. Um, and it was like a snail leaving a trail and it's like when when you come and your girl and <laughs> she's leaving us a, a trail. So we were joking that this kept coming up, you know, like like Steve, of course, being the asshole he is, he's like, So are you snailing, you know, or leaving a trail or whatever? And and Hummingbird is just like, Oh, a little sluggish, are you? <laughs> like, oh my god, you too. <laughs> But you said something like of that ilk is that the right equivalency? Yeah, yeah. To, at the wedding there was something. Someone said something. And you just like boom, threw out a comment that was, you know, like you oh, don't. Was this the sun god? This that was at the comment. 
No. No. That one was at the table. It was like at the vanilla part of the day. But the people we were sitting with were not vanilla. And so there was this like comfort level of all the all the people that are in the lifestyle is there's just like you can just be yourself, right? You don't have to filter what comes out of your mouth and it's not taken wrong. So if you are the type of person who has like a sick sense of humor or if you have, you know, perhaps a little crass sense of humor sometimes or just innuendos always or things like that, you can get away with that without being over the top or in the wrong like it's it's fits like it's okay to be like that because everybody understands it and thinks it's funny because it is it is funny <laughs> but like you always you know that's it's, inappropriate you, you shouldn't say things like that at a wedding well this wedding say the things okay talk about this wedding like oh what God. was your impression okay we get there mm-hmm. we find our spot on the you know and it's fields everywhere See, that's it. For just pulling into the area and there's signs, trailer parking here and car parking over there. And this is where the tents go. The amount of um, organization and effort and community put into it, just pulling in there was like, whoa. And, and let's is- say like organization and effort, yet total laid backness. Oh, exactly. Like exactly. there was zero Bridezilla-ish. Nothing like it was – nothing was – um, what do you call it? Pretentious. Oh my gosh, no. N- no. Like nothing. The furthest thing from. It was, it was just-, just like, okay, so we'll put our spot, we'll put our tent here. Of course, Steve beat us there. Well. By quite a, sub- a bit. A substantial and amount. And he stopped for 40 minutes before. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but we we got yakking on the way there and missed a couple exits. So I guess it took us a long way. But it was the scenic route and... We were in a new Benz. It didn't matter. We were having a great time. It was a beautiful car ride. I enjoyed. I did too. Mm-hmm. And I had great lumber support the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you have to understand, I had a really beater Dodge Caravan because, you know, mom van. And I was just driving it to, like, to the Until ground. It and it totally died in the middle of, like, coming to sign for the house. I was two hours away from the city, and I still had to get to the city, and I had to get towed because my van just completely died. And and that was just such a perfect, you know, the end of an era. It's true. The Thank end you. of an era. That van was dead. I literally was starting everything from new, new home, new partner, like that I'm living with now. I have a, you know, I'm in new city now, a new car. New friends, you know, like, and new neighbor who, who, let me just add, (laughs) we are sitting in my new neighbor's basement who lives two doors down from me. She's fabulous. And we were here drinking her wine. And she provided some lovely beverages. And, and and like, like, how cool is that? She's like the coolest. She lent me her car last week for a gig that I had. Anyways, that's a whole different point. But let's just say that authenticity, we talked about this magnetism and just being able to be yourself draws the people out of the word work that you're, are your people. So this weekend, you show up to this wedding. You don't know what to expect. Here you are like a quote unquote tag along with Karina and Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what to expect. What are people going to think? And what are the questions going to be? And all this kind of stuff. 
And what what was your greeting like? Like, what did you did you feel comfortable right away? I was always comfortable. I did not have a point where I was really uncomfortable, except except for that one little little blip, the one individual. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, let's talk about that mm-hmm. though. Okay. So everybody she felt comfortable with. Every single one. Everybody. And then one person, a single girl who, you know, she's been in, in this world for a while. She brought a guy, her first date with him, she brought him to this wedding. And so if you bring someone and you're in the lifestyle, the expectation is that you have vetted them. Okay, mm-hmm. that is the expectation. She had not vetted him very well. And if she did, he was a total liar or something. She picked him up. He didn't have any smokes or drinks or anything. He didn't have anything. No. So he was a complete mooch the whole night. That's a whole separate story. He was that guy you do not want to be. Mm-hmm. The guy, the reason why single guys are not allowed in the club on Saturday nights, the reason why single guys aren't allowed to events by themselves without being vetted is because of this guy. Yeah. So if you want to know how to not be that guy, talk to me because I do work with with single men to make sure that they're not that guy. And it's pretty simple to not be that guy. But he did not, he clearly did not have the same etiquette. He did not understand the etiquette. He was mooching off of everybody. He was high as a kite. Mm -hmm. And he was thinking that anybody there was like fair game. And he was like predatorial almost, creepy. It was difficult to find a spot away from him. And there was was a... Slithering snake managed to find his way back into every little. Slithering snake is a good way to put it, and like he, I'm sure he could be a nice guy, but he had this expectation that you know, like swingers are all just about sex, and you could do whatever you want and not need consent and not have boundaries, and like I don't know, he was going off some stereotype that he had that was completely wrong because we were all there. To celebrate our friends who were getting married. And this wedding had been planned for since 2020, like before 2020. They'd planned it sort of a, I, I want to say they were drunk when they planned it. it was, that's the joke is that they were drunk. So they, they were a little bit drunk when they planned it, but they were like, we should... We should get married and have, like, um, ditch flowers. He's like, I want to marry my little ditch flower, right? And so, legit, they had ditch flowers, and they called this wedding Tragically Hitched, which was awesome. And it was even more tragic that it had to be postponed, like, three summers in a row. We've Mm -hmm. been waiting a long time for this. And they had hired a band called Practically Hip, that was a, a tragically hip, um, like a tribute band, tribute a band. band. Yeah, yeah, like a cover band. And they've been together, I don't know, 20 some years. They were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. Yeah. I am new to tragically hip, which I know you can shoot me, whatever. <laughs> I'm a Canadian, but I, to be fair, my parents are French Canadian and I'm a military kid. So I've moved around my whole life and 
I'm French. So, like, I don't know all the English bands. And I was a super Christian. Let's not forget that. It's okay. It's not your fault. But it's okay. But the beauty is that you, they were, like, your first <laughs> concert. So you knew them well. So I just watched you the whole night while they were playing, just watching you smile. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're doing a good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> loving it. And I loved watching you, your face. It was so sweet. Every time I looked over to you again, you are just ear to ear grinning, looking at me. I know. I was enjoying it so much. So. I was like, if I don't know any of the songs, I'm just living vicariously through her. Regardless, it was they were they were the amazing. Balance was great as a mu- fellow musician. The vocals, the balance, the little innuendos, the little the little uh, transitions, everything was really really well done. And what I've been told is even the way that the the lead singer's the lead, mannerisms, his and, mannerisms, yeah. everything were just it was just I felt like I was watching this band and. And I got very excited because I felt like I was like in the presence of something really special. Um, and that was the last band. There was what? three bands before that. Mm-hmm. So they got married at one. It poured rain, like poured, downpour. Okay. In so, the middle. Yeah. Of the and and we're, we were camping. Like yeah. we had a tent. <laughs> the tent stayed dry. We, they had tents set up. We're in a picture. I mean, it was. Perfect. With it the really rain, was. even, the company, the people, people were dancing in the rain while they were playing. Like, it was just so many cool things. It was the best wedding. It was so much fun. You know, it was like potluck wedding. Bring your own alcohol. They're like, we're not providing mixers. I was like, awesome. I'm so glad you said that because you didn't feel the responsibility to take care of other people that way. They were like, no, we're providing the music. You guys come. Bring your tents, your trailers, bring your drinks, and your mixers, whatever you want. That's your responsibility. We're just providing the place, and we're getting married, and you're coming to celebrate us. It was awesome. So the first band, they were really cool. They They were were. eclectic, and she had, like, a washboard on her chest. And then we went and took a nap, and I missed it, but I heard, like, there was harmonies and stuff, and it was really cool. But I was so tired by then. Mm -hmm. It was a long long days and yeah yeah. and a lot of rain like it was just like heavy weather right but other than that we had this nap and then when we got up there was like you know three more bands and the next band was like a rock and roll band and the lead singer just like he nailed it he had zero expression on his face though did you notice that i think i napped when you were watching i didn't i don't remember that band you don't no oh maybe that's true there was the female that was on the other side and i watched her oh she had like that raspy okay no so this other band um it was like these three not old dudes at all. Maybe they were I don't know. I'd say maybe late 50s. And like they just played with no expression on their face. And and the guy, he just like you were amazed at what was coming out of his mouth cuz he just looked like he had like nothing going on, right? And he just had really and he the right voice for every song. Like really good. So I was impressed there. And then the, I think, one of them was Hazy Maze. Was, was that- the name of the band. The mm-hmm. wedding invitation was like le- legit, like a ticket, like a concert ticket. It was so cute. It had the name of the bands on the side. And yeah, it was really, really well thought out. And again, ditch flowers on the tables. Yes. And a, like a chandelier of like, oh. <laughs> the <laughs> lights, Christmas lights. Like Christmas lights that were all tangled up. And so they just like zip tied them together. So it made like a ball of lights. And they bring this, those friends of ours, they bring it everywhere. They're like, where'd you get that? 
that was um um just tangled lights and we just like bring it and it's cool. Anyways, um so that that next band, she had like totally the like steampunk. Yeah, like her steam ha- yeah. yeah, steampunk look and she had this low, kind of raspy voice. I loved her voice. It, it was, it was like, so unique. I Mm. Yeah, it was it was she was really good. And they were like on the other side, so we didn't even notice that, you know, the other band was like setting up mm. while while they were playing. Um and then they had like a tickle trunk of like, oh, right, like the like tambourines. Tambourines and, and shakers and stuff like that. It was fun. So um yeah, just it was just such a great just easygoing, comfortable Well and even the picnic tables were covered with big craft paper and markers and crayons and just why not because it was just a fun place to be yeah Yeah. it was it was great and everybody who's on the breast beads there was children there and everything Mm. we know how to behave this guy did not he did not um so he will never be invited again and also i do want to mention that this girl who brought him she goes to a lot of events and this is twice now that she's brought someone and not kind of kept an eye. So if you, in the lifestyle, if you bring someone and you're vetting them, that's your reputation on the line. And so you want to make sure that you talk with the people that you're bringing and make sure that they're good people and that they're a good fit and that they are respectful and kind and understand consent and understand just respect, general respect of other people. Um, and understand that there are no expectations. Like, it's not just a big fuck fest. It isn't. No. It really isn't. And that's what people think it is, but it's not. It's about you get to be sexy, you get to be who you are, and you get to joke around and things like that. But it's not. But even the the Sunday, when it was a beautiful day outside, oh, the sun yeah. is shining. We have our whole circle of chairs mm-hmm. around the back of one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. And eating leftover chicken wings and Caesars or whatever we could find. But just, it almost felt like you're sitting around the bonfire just with your friends and just yeah. hanging out and just chatting away. It was, it was again, just comfortable and easy. Was, you just get yeah. to be yourself, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I think that I wanted to do this podcast because I just, I want people to see that it's just normal people. Like, yeah. lifestylers are just regular people. And I asked you on the way home, I was like, did you have that moment where you were like, the mothership has landed. These are my people. <laughs> and I, I, whatever form of affirmation I told you, I don't even know what words I said, but um, yes, it, it was a very clear yes <laughs> moment because I didn't, I didn't feel any sort of need to mask or appease mm. anyone else or, oh, you shouldn't go over here or, you know, you have to sit in the right spot or wear the right thing. I just did what worked for me. Like mm-hmm. even so often when you two were off, whether dancing or grabbing a bite to eat, I was floating around yeah. as I like to do as well, but just from one person to the next and just kind of following following the energy or following my intuition. Like I didn't, again, I didn't know people Mm -hmm. specifically. So I would just sit down and have a chat. And every person that I met, there were quite a few. And 
again, just fully welcoming and, you know, what's your name and, you know, do you want to share your story or how, how, how do you know people that are here? How, how did you come about? Because I certainly didn't feel, um, separate from everyone else, mm-hmm. but I know that I certainly was, I, I was the newbie. I was the mm-hmm. one that, who's this girl? Who's, and me, I, everyone was so welcoming that mm-hmm. I, and even with, the the one individual that was the the predator guy um and at one moment i'm like okay and i you know looked at one of the other women that were there and she's like yeah like that little nonchalant head nod yep come on over and i I go over and give her a hug and she's also supportive and and then we sat down and chatted for probably the next hour and it was it was just so welcoming and it feels like family truly yeah it feels like it felt like i'd known everyone for my entire life yeah and and that's what I try to explain. It's like this world is about community. It's about finding your people, your family. And and like Steve and I have several groups like that. Mm-hmm. That group isn't connected to a bunch of the other groups that we have. Like we – it's kind of how I was in school too, yeah. right? Like I had <laughs> – you know, the music people and I had some of the, the popular people, you know, and some of the these people and then the science people and the nerds or whatever. Like I had kind of spots in every little group because I'm just I don't fit in one group. And I I I think a lot of times my whole life I've just been too much for one group. Do you know what I mean? Like people don't get me or I had to be careful what I said or I couldn't be my full self with this group, but I could be this part of myself with the music group, right? I could be cuddly and stuff and they can they understood that. Whereas if I was like that with other people, then I was a slut. Mm, but I was not. Yeah, not. I was a virgin when I got married, right? Like I was not. I know we've chatted about that before. Again, just personality-wise where, you know, the, the floater because, again – that I, whether I'm appeasing this group of people or appeasing that with, with my true personality traits, but I have a lot of different interests and different things about me that again, just don't conform to one little pinhole of a, of a personality. I, I, I like to get along with everybody. Yeah. And, and there's a few now. crossovers with the group of friends that were there. There's a few that I'm going to see this weekend at mm-hmm. the pool party we're going to. You know, I'm one of those couples. Yes. He's yeah. coming over. You're going to be our first, like, couple house guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just such a, like, this couple is just such sweet friends of ours. Like, we have known them for years. And I remember, like I was saying to him this weekend, um, I was like, you know, the first time I, I still remember the first time I saw you because you walked by and I was like, damn, who's that guy? You know, like it, he was like, oh, really? Tell me more. <laughs> okay. I have to interrupt here. You, you are blushing right now. <laughs> and the look on your face that was the same look over the weekend when he would take a little side glance over and a little, a little wink, wink. And you would just like this. Mm. He like eats yeah. me up with his eyes. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we've been friends for a long time. And here's the thing. It's like we not we didn't play for like a really, really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we did. And then two or more years, we see each other. We flirt. We have a lot of fun. There's a lot of, you know, that chemistry. chemistry. But we don't play. And the thing is, it's not about that. Like nobody's disappointed 
How amazing is that? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I mean, and there's some palpable chemistry. I mean, you can see it. You <laughs> yes. can feel it. But you know what? Like, I trust those people with my life. Like, I know that they'd have my back. Yeah. 100%. And I felt that just being there in the few moments of meeting different friends of yours that they're there. Like, those hugs, that sincerity, when you can feel just that that comfort and that right? connection. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing is like like this this one girl this one girl from this couple like she's like super sarcastic and a <laughs> lot of people don't get her, right? But ah, uh, she's like heart of gold. We love her, but you when you penetrate that layer and she like and and she's she's let us into that layer because she trusts us and we've built this connection, right? And that's what this is about. But, like, I'll tell you, if you mess with her people, she – you'll be taken off that list quick, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. And and one of the the good doctor – let's just call him the good doctor. Mm-hmm. He, he loves to just say things and do things that completely stray from the norm. Let's just say that, right? And it's like a test to see who will accept him for himself. And I've always accepted him. Like, he was my cuddle buddy, you know. And <laughs> He is a good cuddler. He's That's an true. amazing cuddler. Mm-hmm. He is the craziest, strangest man, <laughs> uh, honestly. Like, it's true. You can't, you can't really explain the good doctor. I'm calling him the good doctor um, because we all know him as... as Anyways, doesn't matter. I'm not going to give his identity away. But if you know, you'll know. know. If you know, you know who I'm talking about. And he's just so quirky and so crazy. Like, like one weekend we, we went up to a cottage, the, the four, him and his wife and, and Steve and I, and like him and I played Legos. Oh, for a whole afternoon, played (laughs) Legos and this like child, like the wooden, Train set, yeah. you know, like the, the like, little Thomas yeah. the Train type train, those little wooden tracks or whatever. We were naked, sitting cross-legged on the floor at this cottage playing these Legos in trains. <laughs> and like, he will never forget that. Oh, and making turkey dinner at the same time. It was hilarious. It's but like sense. to this day, he's like, do you remember that? We need to go to the cottage again, you know? And it's like, the good doctor is like a big kid, but he's older and he just... Not everybody gets him. So I'm saying this because, like, our people, we get him and we protect him at all costs. Because people misunderstand him all the time. Because he'll say the most inappropriate things and you're like, what the fuck? But you're like, that's the good doctor. You get it. You And those of us who know him know his heart and know who he is. And we love him like family. And this girl from this couple I was talking about. Um, someone said something about him being creepy or something, and she just was like, What pardon me? That that's our good doctor. We <laughs> we love this man. You do not you obviously don't know him if you're saying and you don't talk about people in that way. In this world, in our family, in the lifestyle, you don't diss other people. That's and not okay. And I love her and I love she will go to that, that yeah, for you, yeah, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing is like it's your chosen family, yeah. and like 
there is a place for everyone. You fit in being yourself if you're authentic. And this is why, folks, I have this podcast. Breaking free, in order to break free, you need to learn to be authentic. You need to be able to be comfortable in your own skin and authentic in being yourself. And then you get to be in a community that accepts your authenticity. And that is like nothing else you will ever experience. It's true. Having been right at the very (laughs) forefront of these little moments, I have never felt as accepted. Heck, I can scroll through my phone to a text I sent earlier today and saying, I have never felt as happy and as respected, as seen, Mm -hmm. as heard as I I do right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't have to worry about saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing because I'm sometimes I do that and it doesn't always go over well with others previously now hmm, shrug it off that's just me exactly yeah and and you are very good about owning your shit too like like if you and you're great about checking in too like if you don't want to overstep and like there's a fine balance of like sort of and and just for people like in this situation walking into an established relationship that's tough that can be very tough that never even occurred to me as interesting (laughs) being tough because again i'm messaging with this guy and he seems funny and hilarious and again a bit of a sarcastic asshole Mm -hmm. like you'd be fun to hang out with but again, with none of those expectations, I didn't know what to expect in yeah. going to the club for the first time or when I meet you. And But it didn't matter. It never has mattered. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in just in the last few months and again, connecting with you and knowing that when you have those thoughts in my mind that I'm like, oh, that's, you know, did, did I possibly offend? Did I say the wrong thing? And previous world of mine that would just dwell and dwell and dwell in my mm-hmm. mind now i'm like hey green we need to chat about this or or this is just on my mind i may mm-hmm. sound absolutely ridiculous but i'm worried that i may have offended you or i may have overstepped my boundaries mm-hmm. or i think maybe you guys need more space because i feel like i've been stealing the limelight for too not too long but mm-hmm. because i don't want i don't want to offend but i also i want to be able to respect the relationship that you two have that I'm coming in as an extra, another partner with that. But if that core isn't there, mm-hmm. then to me, but you're also willing to ask for what you need too. true, which I think that, you know, Steve and I have created a safe space for you to be able to ask for what you need with us 100 percent, yes and that's really important because you know like we talk about hierarchical or non-hierarchical poly and all these kinds of things or just lifestyle and like i would say that this is at this point is probably more lifestyle like but it's got like tinges of poly because you and I love each other dearly. Mm-hmm. So definitely we have like a loving relationship. Polyamory only means loving more than one, right? Like many mm-hmm. loves. And so I love you dearly. You love me. We have this real connection. And you and Steve have a connection of your own. And 
it's it's kind of allowed to it's allowed to whatever morph into what it needs to be without forcing anything um but it's always a continuous communication about what what that looks like and even this weekend like i feel like we we handled that really well because steve and i have always been steve and i when we go to these events like we're impenetrable you know like a lot of people are like do you guys ever play with other people? And we're like, actually, yeah. But they're like, oh, we thought you guys were like, you know, soft swapper. You're just like, you just don't play with anybody. And I was like, no, but we didn't live together. So when we got to see each other, it's like, we just have so much love for each other. And we just like, just like fall into each other's arms. And we just love being physically connected. And in that world, we just we always got to be ourselves, right? Yeah. And um, so we can show affection and we can be there. And so it was like, how's that going to work having someone else? Cause, and, and Steve is so conscious of just making sure that you felt included the whole weekend. And he'd like, he'd, he'd put his arms around both of his girls, you know, and just mm-hmm. like make sure that you didn't feel left out. And he wasn't just doing that. Like he genuinely cares about people. Truly, yeah. And, you know, he he always had his eye out for you. Like if you were off, you know, you would say, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to talk to people. It's not like he was like owning you or anything. He doesn't own anybody, but he definitely, but just consciously aware. Then yeah. I most certainly didn't check in on because I float. I go yeah. here and there and all over. And every once in a while you're like, Oh, okay. There you are. You're good. All right. We'll see in a little bit. Just, well, just checking nice in. Because I felt like I could float too, and I used to always float, and since Steve and I have been together, I don't float quite as much because we're just so connected, and he worries about me if I'm not around or whatever, so it was just kind of nice to have him. He had two people to worry about. It's <laughs> so- a good distraction when one of us was <laughs> floating here and there. And so I got to go and chit-chat, and I knew that he had you, and you guys were could hang out and cuddle and stuff and then and then I I'd come back and then you'd go off and do mm. your thing and so he was never I don't want to say he was never alone <laughs> not that he he would ever be alone he's got so many Steve is like Steve, the one Steve all everybody loves Steve like they're like all my girlfriends from <laughs> this one party this girl the slumber party that all the girls had they're like we need to call Steve we should call Steve it was 3 a.m. I know he has to work in the morning. The man needs to sleep. No, no. She's like, we need to call Steve. She literally FaceTimes him, hands me the phone. And I'm like, hi, baby. (laughs) I didn't call you. It was her. And he was like, well, it's her phone. So it was Mm -hmm. her name that comes up. And I was like, everybody just. Oh, all the girls just love you. They're like, I wish Steve was here. It's a girl's summer party. Everybody wants Steve to be there. <laughs> so funny. I don't but, think he'd mind joining. Oh, no, I don't think he'd mind at all. But I, I mean, it, it just, I just mean, he's just, he cares. He's that guy. He's, he's that guy that yeah. was always vigilantly looking out for us. Like, he's like, yeah. he's like a daddy, right? Well, like and especially with the guy that was at the, at the party. Oh, yeah. We were that, safe, man. Yes, he was I not going to let that guy <laughs> come mess with us. No, which makes me feel. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I love so, that. And I mean, this guy wasn't horrible. Oh. Like, I mean, but he just, he did not fit the vibe of no. what the kind of community that I curate, mm-hmm. I want to say, or that we curate 
for ourselves. Like, like I'm very selective about the community that I surround myself with. And because I'm authentic, I draw authentic people to me. And those are the people I want to be around. I don't want to be around people that second guess their every move or have to worry about everything because I, I, life is too short. And I want you to be yourself and know that I accept you for who you are as yourself. That's, that's what I want to bring to the world, you know, and that's why I do this podcast. Mm -hmm. That's why I do the work that I do. And have being in the house with you or whether we're out at a wedding or we're out at a club and knowing that exactly that I can just be me. It doesn't matter what shape, what size, what mood I'm in. It doesn't matter. Mm. None of that matters at all because it's me being me and you welcoming whatever that happens to be, whatever that looks like for the day, which I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> um, I just want to ask you another quick thing. Um, so you just started taking my eight-week program. Yes. Yes. So I'm wondering if you could just share kind of your first initial like week one. You just went to week one. Mm-hmm. And do you have anything that you want anybody to know about? Um. Oh my goodness, now I have to try to remember what we went tided through. Well, I, I disclaimer, I I did fall asleep during the meditation. Well that's okay. That was needed. at the end. And that's a that a lot of times that happens, but the subconscious work is still happening. My biggest takeaway from week one with that, and for you you hit home, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Mm. It's not your fault. That never in a million years would I have expected those words to have impacted me so much because I know it's not my fault. I know I didn't do wrong. I know those things. But hearing it in the context that you're presenting and societal norms and all of the things that have been brought onto us. Mm -hmm. And from that perspective, realizing that truly it's not your fault. It was not my fault for any of those things that took place. Do you remember the analogy I used for the programming? Not a clue. What, what was the computer your dad bought? Oh, yeah, you did. The Commodore 64. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Do you remember the the analogy? So the Commodore 64 was programmed a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. And that computer could not do and or make decisions, mm -hmm. quote unquote decisions, <laughs> like a computer today. That is what you said. Yes. And so is it the Commodore's fault that it can't go on the internet? Most obviously not. But that had not gone through my mind right. in that way before. So I I broke down. I teared mm. up and you were there and the other ladies were there and and I knew I was safe and I was mm. I was comforted and and reaching out hands and support for that. Um and, and I think that's what I'm I'm curious to see what other little triggers or whatever other things mm -hmm. that become unveiled that I either didn't think we're there or totally would have just negated. I'm like, no, 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 that's not a possibility for me because no, I'm, mm, I'm hummingbird. But, uh, <laughs> I'm hummingbird and I'm like surrounded by these people and I got it. I'm, I'm, I've got the inside track. <laughs> Honestly, like I've learned a lot of things and it's funny because, so we started this new cohort and, um, I said, okay, so 
don't worry, don't change anything. Nothing really starts to, you won't see any changes or notice much until like week four or five. Don't expect anything to, you'll think nothing's mm-hmm. happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was so shocked because all three of you, like, oh, if you thank gosh. I'm like, I don't want homework. I don't want No, but all three of you in week one were mm-hmm. like, do you remember like the one the one girl was like well i'm i guess i'm done i don't need to take the course i've I've got it figured out she's like i got it all but you all had these like huge breakthroughs on the first week i was shocked Mm -hmm. it was so fun to watch you guys um but it's like i know all the things that i know that you guys are gonna learn (laughs) i'm just like you guys were like whoa on week one i'm so excited about going through every week um but I, I mean, you guys, this is, this is life changing stuff. And I'm not just saying this, like, like I'm living this. I'm in the midst. I'm so new to this world. And again, I fast tracked huge. I skipped all the first. Which- but that's exactly why I do what I do. Like, yeah. like it's, it's for, like when I say part of my offerings are like, Going on vacation with you and holding your hand through experiencing these things, taking you to an event, taking you onto the, the these LS vacations, being your warm blanket, and then debriefing with you. Like, how invaluable is that? I wish I had someone that could have helped me fast track without making all the mistakes. It's, it's true. And that was it. The first time we ever went to the club. Again, mm-hmm. we back to the house and chatting and going over things and – and you walking me through personally, like literally holding my hand mm. and this is this and this is here and, and recognizing those boundaries and understanding them and making sure you making sure that I was comfortable with those as well. And mm. that there wasn't any sort of pressure or expectation. And I, you reassured me of every single step along the way with that. So mm. thank you. You're mm. so welcome. Mm. I mean, it's so much fun. I just think that I, I just want people to understand kind of like what this is about like why I do what I do is that sure you could figure it out but like I can fast track that mm-hmm, for you mm-hmm. and like help you avoid all the fucking mistakes <laughs> that I had to go through you know and I mean I listened to podcast after podcast after podcast and read book after book and article after article I mean I did the research for years and years and years and and now it's like it's just second nature to me and i just i understand this stuff and it's just it's simple to me yeah and i love to help people just simplify the whole process and my 8 week program is just all about helping you break free and and i've been calling it breaking free from monogamy and yes that is a good name, but I don't think it actually really addresses what this course really does. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be changing the name. I'm saying it right now. It's official. It's, it's- official. I've got to redo the the commercial, but it's called it's going to be called Breaking Free from Conformity because honestly, that's what it's about. We are taught to conform and fit into these boxes that we have been taught and programmed to believe. And we don't need 
to conform. We don't need to please. We don't need to do things for others. We get to actually find out what it is that we like, what makes us tick, what makes us thrive, what makes us joyful and vivacious (laughs) and vibrant and all the V words I can think of. Um, We get to be that person, but you can't be that person if you don't know who that is. So we dig deep into your subconscious and find out really who that person is. And then we allow that person to come out guilt-free, shame-free, and you get to learn that the person that you have been, that has been conforming, has been conforming because of the programming and it's not your fault. Yeah. Right? And Mm. how freeing has that been? Just... It's been incredible and not something that that I've actively trying to do at all. I'm just enjoying and just mm. being myself. And from a professional standpoint, I've had all sorts of individuals that see me on a regular basis that have commented, again, like your, your eyes are sparkling or you're just relaxed and they're seeing me laughing and seeing me smile mm. that they hadn't for quite some time and and just hearing it in my voice I think mm. is probably the most common thing that they're commenting because I don't I not that I ever held back a ton but I must have held back mm. a lot before and just recognizing and even sharing because again I live or have always lived in a vanilla world mm-hmm. And so my social groupings my friends and such are all within the vanilla world so for me, and not even the fast tracking, but just for me having my eyes opened um, to that potential that others could have for, again, just that happiness. Not It doesn't have to be, I don't like the labels and the titles or definitions for that, but just being themselves. Mm-hmm. That they could be so much happier with themselves or of themselves. And I say that from my own personal perspective because mm-hmm. I don't have to have those clouds or those veils up covering my my vision and mm-hmm. and worrying about all of the other things that I've been taught my entire life. Yeah. You have to do this, you know, no elbows on the table or mm-hmm. those things that have just been ingrained in my mind, like it or not. And now mm-hmm. I can not that I couldn't, but I can I can look at those and think, why am I wanting to do that? Or why mm-hmm. is it nature nature for me to do this? And and is it actually? Mm-hmm. And take a step back and say, I don't, well, I don't want to do that. you apologizing today or you were like, "Yeah, is, is it okay? Do you mind if I go take a nap or whatever? Mm-hmm. And and that's something you're work, like. I'm working on that. Yeah, but, but, but you, you didn't, like a few weeks ago, you were like, um, you wouldn't have asked. Yeah. You would have maybe pushed through. Mm-hmm. And been like, oh, I'm really tired. I'd like to a nap, but I really should be helping them because they're in the middle of a move and, and there's so much to be done. And, you know, they're letting me stay here. So I really should pull my weight or whatever. But lately you've been like, you know what, Green, I'm really tired and I just need, I'm going to go sit outside. I'm going to have coffee. I'm going to go sit outside for a little bit. And sometimes you still ask, is that okay? Mm-hmm. But mostly you've been changing it to, I I don't want to offend and I don't want to like not be available to you, but I need to take care of me. And I'm like, yay, <laughs> you know, and you do it in a beautiful way. You're not like being a shithead, 
but you recognize that you are going to be no good to anybody if you don't have that nap or if you don't go sit outside and you're losing the shame and guilt about that. And it's like your pleasing programming is slowly unraveling. And I'm so happy about that because I think that um, you deserve to get to be yourself. And we often have not been taught that getting to be ourselves is enough. Yeah. We have to please everyone else. Mm -hmm. I want to do it for you. I want to do it for them. There's a timeline. There's a this. No. And and there was someone in in the course this week that I was like, why... Is it that you're preventing other people from feeling uncomfortable? It's so important for you to make sure that they don't feel uncomfortable and that you're not, their life isn't hard. Yet, if you say yes to that, you are very uncomfortable now. And you will be suffering the consequences of not listening to your body and not listening to you just to keep them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Why is it okay for them to be comfortable but not for you to feel comfortable? Yeah. And she just started crying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she was like, whoa. She had never thought of it that way, right? Well, and also her recognizing that her putting herself at this moment potentially puts her out of commission for that well, much exactly. longer. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just, it's really, I just, uh, it's, I love working with people and, and watching these sort of like, these mm-hmm. lights turn on. And I I just loved watching you this weekend just kind of like, you were like a kid in the candy store <laughs> in, a, in a sense that you were just like, wow. Like, like it's like you had a bag and you're like, you can fill the bag with anything you want. And you just, anything? Anything on Are the you shelf? Sure? I could take anything? <laughs> yep. You get to have anything. And once that bag is full, you know, then, then. You could go to the till and pay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but bad analogy. But but you know that it started whole, well. Well, the whole idea is that you know that what I like I could have anything on these shelves. Like I don't have to like look at the prices or whatever. no whatever you can fit in that bag. Right? It's yeah. that whole like freedom. Like the the first time you get to do something like that. Yeah. Just. Like, Steve often encourages me not to look at prices and not yeah. to – and I'm like, Ugh! you know, for a long time, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Because I'd count every penny in my mind. And I'm able to, like, look past that now. It's like, I would have never bought a Benz before. Like, mm-hmm. I would have been like, uh, no, that's stupid. Why would I do that? But no, it was – it, you know – we can afford that and and it's not cutting into like we had we had that budget mm-hmm. like we literally had that budget so why not and just like why not allow myself to enjoy the finer things in life or whatever and and so my whole life in the past few years has just been like I'm enjoying the finer things in life without sacrificing who I am without sacrificing my financial status without Going into debt, like you don't have to give up everything in order to have what you want. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you make that blend? How do you make that happen? And it's such a seamless, beautiful life when you kind of let that flow and you just, excuse me, you just kind of go through life allowing things to come into your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I see you just kind of like, shedding these like fear layers and even in the past month like I've, i have 
physically watched you just kind of let go of certain things and just flow. Yeah. And just allow things. Well, and I feel that at the wedding this weekend. Mm. And then that I could exactly that. I could just float. I could just float around and I could flow from here to there. And um, without any concern that I didn't I didn't have to be make sure that I was chatting with the right people or mm. I was sitting at the right table. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And and again, just going with that and where I was naturally not naturally pulled, but just where I felt most comfortable. And all of those individuals were so welcoming and I I loved it so much. <laughs> I'm so glad you came with us. It was so fun. Also, just like one other question. Hmm. Did you feel like pressured to have sex with anybody? This oh, weekend? my God, no. <laughs> like, that is the big fear. Everybody's like, oh, oh I, I, what I if I don't want to have sex? That didn't even come up. I don't think I had a fear of that because it's me. But I'm like, not at all. Not once did, no, no. And maybe I kind of wanted that, but yeah, but, but there was not even but, any joking about like no. feeling like that had to be a thing. No, and even when it's not a vanilla weekend, mm. you don't feel that pressure. It's like if it happens, it happens. If mm. it doesn't, it doesn't. It it's all good. Yeah, and um, yeah, just I just love my people. I do too. And I love you. I love you. And I'm so glad you did this with me. And honestly, we could go on forever, but we're going to let these people go. We go. We, and we we're going to go. Forever. And we're going to go to bed soon. But I loved this. This has been amazing. Thank you for joining me. Can we do this again? We will definitely do this again. Excellent. We'll do this again because, well, you're at my house a lot. It's so true. <laughs> we can make this happen just about any time. So let us know, you guys. Do you like this kind of conversation? Do you want to hear more from Hummingbird? I don't um, know if people want to have questions for me because I, again, being so new to things, yeah. I would be an incredible first-hand knowledge of experience-wise if people yes, have that. Send That's, in your questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Send in your questions. You can either email them to uh, Corrine at KareenBedard.com or you can put them right in the Facebook group because um, that's a great place to start conversations. So Breaking Free Authentically is the Facebook group and all these links are in the show notes so you can find them there. Um, I am going to do a live soon in the Facebook group. Ooh. Like a and a that's going to be exciting. Yeah. And and you guys can ask me anything. Anything? Anything. Anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there for it. <laughs> she's going <laughs> to she's going to try to stop me. That's okay. You can. You can try whatever you want. Um but I'm pretty much an open book. It's true. And uh I won't cross my own boundaries. So if there's something I really can't answer or don't want to, then I will you know. Mm-hmm. But there's not much that I won't talk about it's yeah yeah if you need if you need if you need to know things we're I'm here, here. <laughs> <laughs> all right well as i always say when it comes to uh, uh no what do i say this wine i'm almost done here you are <laughs> when it comes to sex positivity authenticity, authenticity is the key 
So have a great week, you guys. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you listen to this podcast. And um, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you want to talk about. I am about to do some recordings. If you know of someone that you think would be a good guest, send them my way. Let me know and maybe I can get them on this podcast. Um, I know there's a few people dying to get on the list, so I am about to do another set of recordings. Now that I've moved in and settled (laughs) a little bit, I, I can almost find my desk, you guys. I'll be there. It's okay because we always have we always have. I know. Two doors I have down. wonderful neighbors, so mm-hmm. I can just <laughs> come down the street. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys. Have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. And thank you so much, Hummingbird, for coming and joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. I love this oh, so much. I'm so glad. It's so much fun. There's one more thing we can do together now. The list just keeps growing. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Mwah! Mwah! Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Kareen Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at kareenbedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at breakingfreeauthentically.com and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Send your messages and questions to kareen at kareenbedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.